computer. Yes. <laughs> All right. So first, Mark, thank you for joining us. Um, this is the podcast, Nothing's Too Weird, and this is kind Nothing's of Nothing's Too Weird. Yeah. This is our first <laughs> mystery to solve, and we want to solve it. Actually, like I heard about this because TJ's from Albia. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who's your parents in? Who was you? Um, my dad's Ted Spurgeon. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just That's my small, small towns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I went to school with Denise. Oh, yeah. My aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were in the same grade together. Oh, nice. Okay. Before yeah. we start any of this, what was TJ's aunt like growing up? Uh, she was uh, she was a good person. Like I said, she was uh, fun to be around. She was very athletic. I know that. In yeah. fact, at one point, I don't know if you know this, but my brother actually kind of dated, had a thing with your aunt. Uh, what? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my I'm, God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about. And in fact, her, her, she was one of the, she's one of the people's names that actually is in his case file. I mean, this being associated with him through school oh, and relationships yeah. and just going to school in the same places. And I don't know if she, yeah. I don't know if she went to Northeast Missouri state or, or what, but I, I that sounds right. Yeah. I think, I think she did attend there too, but yeah. Okay. So we need to talk about what we're here for. Um, your brother, <laughs> yeah. who you're just mentioning, um, Harry, Harry Dennis Milligan. And he's been missing since 1984. Yep, July July first of nineteen eighty four is when he was actually declared missing. Um, the whole incident uh, transpired on actually June thirtieth uh, of eighty four. I mean, is is when the the night that he went out on a Saturday night, you yeah. know, with friends and and all of that stuff, and, and ended, up ended up coming home the next morning. So, I just kind of before we got into all of that, I just want to talk about kind of your brother like what he was like. I mean, he dated TJ's aunt, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of wanted to kind of get to know him as a person before we talked about the whole case, just because it seems like everyone, I mean, he seems fun. Uh, oh, he was, he, was, he was a great guy, you know, I mean, uh, growing up together, I mean, we grew up in the country in the middle of nowhere out here in Iowa, and, and uh, you know, we didn't have all the the uh, luxuries you have nowadays of zoom and, mm -hmm. and technology and all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's all you had, you know, I mean, you, we spent a lot of time, you know, doing what brothers do out in the middle of nowhere. We, you know, played games, played sports, played, you know, er everything you could think of, you know, I mean, uh, we were both pretty competitive. He was very competitive, you know, he was of course the older brother that, Thought he should win oh, yeah. at everything, you know. Uh, <laughs> so you know, you went through all of that. But I mean, as far as school and 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 everything, very intelligent, very smart. You know, he's um, always made me mad because he was the type that didn't have to, you know, spend a lot of time studying. You know, he could pick up a book, read through it once, and take a test and get A's, and I could spend hours, you know, doing the same thing and and maybe get a C out of the deal. You know, I mean, so. Uh, very smart, very intelligent, you know, uh, a very analytical person, I guess, you know, I mean, he, you know, he, he was always, 
he was one of those people that, you know, if he thought he was right about something, he'd, you know, argue until he, you know, drove you crazy because he was right and you, and you weren't, you know. I mean, <laughs> and um, he had thought about it and he knows I'm right. But, well, it's, it's, you know, and that's, that's kind yeah. of what it was, you know what I mean? He was that way in, in school. He had a ton of friends and, um, you know, I don't think he, I don't know if he ever having any enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, he got along with everybody, played sports and um, liked to hang out. Join them, you know, do, do what teenagers do, you know, at that time, I guess. Yeah. So, how much older was he than you? He was uh, uh two years older than me, yeah. yeah. He was well, actually, two to three years older, I guess. He was born in 62, I was born in 65. Um, you know, but we were two years apart in school, so 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 close, though. Like, yeah. but I have two brothers like that, too, where it's like the competition. I know the oh. older brother, younger brother. <laughs> Well, you know, and a, and a lot of people don't understand. They don't, you know, we weren't, we weren't biological brothers. We were raised as brothers. Um, his, he, he was adopted by my, I was raised by my grandparents, you know, is, is who adopted me. So when, when my grandparents got together, my grandmother had four kids that were older. And then my, my grandfather ended up adopting Harry, um, in 1963 or 64, I think it was. I'd have to look at the paperwork to be exact. Uh, so he was young, you know, and, and he got adopted. And well, my my mother had issues, uh, you know, and, and I ended up being adopted by my grandparents. Uh, so he's, you know, it's a, it's kind of a weird family tree when you when you start doing that. But I mean, yeah. they I came into their life at you know two three years old and. He was a couple of years older than me, and we were just, you know, that's how we were raised up, and, you know, until he disappeared. And we didn't know anything any different than yeah. we always knew that we weren't, you know, biological brothers or anything like that. But, uh, you know, we were raised as brothers, you know. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you know, what, what, you know, when, when thing, you know, like, uh, I guess, you know, when things were purchased, you know, for gifts or whatever, you know, he got one, I got one, you know, I mean, it was so. I just, you know, brothers, yeah. just the way it was. Like we didn't know any different, you know, so. No, and that totally, we all have crazy family trees, whether we want to admit it or not. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the branches, there's crazy at all the end of all of our branches. So, um, so now we'll get into, he's been missing since 1984, your brother. And I've just been following the case from TJ like sending me to the page, which is, what is it? FindingHarryMilligan.com? Yep. Yep. Finding Harry Milligan. Well, it's Finding Harry Milligan Still Missing. Okay. Um, and, and we'll post it on our podcast page and stuff if anyone, so you don't have to write it down specifically. But so, yeah, I've been on the Facebook page and just trying to follow everything that's been going on. <laughs> it, but, it's tough. It's tough to follow sometimes. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, that's, I, it's it's very it's it's a great deal. I mean, a, a gal came to me that uh, kind of a weird story. Um, I had arrested her uh, when I was a cop, and she didn't care for me much, but she's a crime junkie, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she finally got a hold of me one day and said, "Hey, you know, I'm a crime junkie. How about trying this, you know, and, and starting a page and start putting it out there and trying to get things out there." And um, you know, that's been going on for what four or five months now. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, the response has been unreal. You know, I yeah. mean, um, sad to say, but I've probably learned more, um, 
information in that four or five months than I have in 36 years, Wow! you know, and, and I think it's, it's back to that same thing of technology. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very easy for people to send me a Facebook messenger or, or, you know, contact me, text me, do whatever that way, you know, and for years, you know, you couldn't do that. You know, in 1984, when he came up missing, you know, you, you called somebody's house and, and maybe if he was lucky, he left a, a voice, you know, a voicemail on a, on a message machine and hopefully they got it, you know, and, and, you know, just, I've kind of joked about it before. That's, I think how some of my mom and dad, you know, kept certain friends away from me too, you know, when they would call and, and say, Hey, you know, uh, is Mark there or whatever, you know, and they'd be like, no, he's not here, you know, and, and, you know, they could kind of uh, pick and choose who you talk to back then too, you know, so it was, uh, it's, it's a whole different story nowadays, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, the, the information that's come forward ever since then, it just keeps, keeps coming forward every day, you know, and, and that's and the whole kind of- feel of it. What's kind of your story like? Do you have kind of a synopsis of kind of what happened and then we can get into what you've learned maybe? I mean, what you're free sharing, because I know you've said to people and I don't want to ruin this, like, you're like, I'm not here to get anyone arrested. If you come to me, it's anonymous, but like what you knew before kind of, can you get into that and then? You know, before this page started, you know, before all this started, um, it'd been a few years ago you know, somebody had got a hold of me with a story, uh, you know, I mean, that was probably the first big thing. And I think it's, it's on the page, uh, a gentleman by the name of Kelly Wilkins, um, got a hold of me with a story that he remembered, you know, that he, he, he's, he was young and, and remembered hearing a story from somebody, you know, right around that time frame, And, and, uh, that kind of really started all the different versions of the story or different opinions and different things like that, you know, and that was just the fact that, you know, um, that there was some foul play involved. You know, I always, you know, I can't say for years, I didn't think that, you know, at first when he came up missing, you always think he just took off or an accident happened. And, and you know, I, I came back from the service. Spent, when you were you in know, San Diego at the time when he went missing, right. And then you got a call. Yeah, I got a call from my parents, you know, initially, you know, when my mom. You're in like your 20s, right? Yep, he was he was 20, 20 years old, you know, went out with friends. Um, he'd been going to school at, at, at college. They was out for break from college. I think they'd been out a couple weeks, came home um, from college, um, went out with some friends that night. And they say they dropped him off at, you know, and depending on which story you listen to, anywhere between – you know, two thirty in the morning and four thirty in the morning at his car, uh, parked by the local library, which is basically right around the corner from the bar, one of the main bars that everybody hung out at, um, and that was a place to park where, the, the, you know, you'd park there so people didn't know you was at the bar. You know, yeah. I mean, that was the type of thing, man. You know, trying well, to be sneaky. You know, too. I know. Yeah. You know, I'll park over here so nobody will think I'm at the bar. You know. But, uh, <laughs> They say they dropped him off at, you know, basically 4.30 in the morning and uh, watched him drive away, you know, into the night and uh, supposedly headed toward the direction of our home out in the county and nobody ever seen him since, you know. So, I mean, uh, that, you know, like I said, when, when that's all you have to begin with, I mean, that that was the, you know, the, old, the only thing you could really think of is, okay, there he's friends. 
they dropped him off. They, there's, you don't think, you don't want to believe there's any reason for anybody to be lying about anything. And you start looking in ditches, you know, you start looking for the, you know, typical, you know, 20 year old that's been drinking that, you know, that got in a car wreck, drove off into a ditch and, and you know, and, and, you know, we went through all that for quite some time of, um, of searching everywhere, you know, driving all the roads and all the routes toward home and all those things. And, uh, you know, after a while, you know, that you, you figure out that that's not the case or you believe that's not the case because you think you've checked everything and, uh, you know, and then for a long period of time, you know, nothing ever really happens. You don't yeah. know, you know, and then until, like you say, with technology of the day and people being able to reach out and say, hey, here's something I heard or here's what I know, you know, of that night. Um, that's when things started to really change, in my opinion, as far as, OK, it's not, you know, there's there's more to the story here. There's, you know, people that may know things that, you know, chose not to say something yeah. or. Um, when I think like with everything you know, there's always people that are interviewed that are like, oh, I could never imagine this. And it's like, of course you couldn't. Why would you ever imagine that would be the case? Because it's the worst right. thing possible. But that's what happens. And it's like, no one's imagination would ever go to my friend did this or this happened to my friend because that's just not right. Otherwise, you yeah. know, the cops and that, you know, that's there. probably the hardest thing to over. That was probably the hardest thing to overcome is, you, you know, is for a long time, you know, you took things for face value of what somebody said or, mm -hmm. or what they appeared to be. And then, you know, as time goes on, then you start looking into it a little bit deeper and saying, wait a minute, things, some things are just not adding up, you know, and, and that's kind of, you know, I spent 21 years as a cop. So, you know, at the time I, I'd get bits and pieces of information and pass it on to other law enforcement just because of the fact that I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want it to be a conflict. I didn't want nobody to ever say, Hey, this is why you became a cop. And this is why you're doing that. And, you know, you're trying to throw your weight around and get answers and, and all that stuff. So I always tried to put it on to somebody else, you know, to say, Hey, you look into it. Let me know what you find out. Um, you know, 21 years later after not being a cop now, you know, and back then I, I ended up at one point in my career, the sheriff here gave me his entire case file, you know, of what they had done at the time. Yeah. Uh, sadly to say that, you know, um, <laughs> if you look at that case file, I would say my 14 year old granddaughter could have done a better job of organizing yeah. and investigating a, a, an incident, you know, because the first time people, I read they didn't look at it, nobody took it serious, you know, yeah. that's and the first that's time I read through things. There's like, I think Larry Jones, the popcorn, it's like, okay, so there's this huge thing happening in town and what's this this guy called popcorn is like i di i didn't talk to him but he had had him pulled over and then i kind of asked in that group i'm like can you tell me more and everyone's just like this guy's terrible and it's like and just from being in a small town i know there's some people in town that are protected and some that are kind of targeted like by the oh, exactly. a little bit and i mean you don't want to say the cops are doing something, but also if it could be someone that the cops are like, well, this is a kind of a, a good family right. in town. You know, and, and that's sometimes the hard part of convincing people that, you know, um, nowadays that that's not so easy for it to happen, mm -hmm. you know, because everything's documented, everything's people got 
cell phones to record what's going on out there. And, you know, I mean, so, you know, being a, being a law enforcement officer for a long time, I'm, I don't think there's that type of, not to drink corruption. There is corruption. There's no doubt, but it's not as, as easy as it would have been in the 1980s, mm-hmm. you know, back in the eighties, didn't even have car cameras. You know, I know when I first started, everything you did, you didn't worry about because it was my word against somebody else's word, yeah. you know? Uh, and you know, the things that weren't done back then just keep you leading toward, like you say, that those, those type of things. And, and, and yeah. I don't know, you know, TJ might know being from Albia, you know, Albia is that way. I mean, this town has always been that way. There's a, there's a hierarchy within that, in this community yeah. that, you know, if you're going to talk about certain people, you better know what you're talking about yeah. because otherwise they're going to destroy you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say Sadly, it, but yes. it's exactly the way it is. You know, yeah. I mean, um, I think, you know, you get deep down to it. There's the community knows what's going on. They know who the players are. They know who the people are that have the power and, and control in a small community mm-hmm. and you learn not to mess with them. And I, and I think, you know, when you get to talking about Larry Jones and, and, you know, his time on the force there and the different things that were going on back then. Um, you know, I, I, you know, personally, I believe a lot of that. I, you know, I believe that, you know, there was, you know, people allowed to do certain things. Um, well, and someone was talking and it, and it was overlooked, you know, it was all overlooked. Domestic, like abuse, she would call and she knew if it's him, it's going to cause her nothing but problems for Larry Jones. He didn't do anything. And there's people that are covered. I'm from Dallas center. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of Dallas center. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know where Dallas center is. So, yeah. Another small town, but it's the same where it's like, you know, right. There's, you, you, there's you know, how you're, how you're going to get treated. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but you, a lot of it boils down to, and in, in the smaller communities, uh, you know, you get treated by what your last name is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's plain yeah. and simple, you know, if you've got the right last name, you got more influence. You, you're going to, you're, you're going to get more attention than somebody else, you know? And, and, and I'm not saying that necessarily happened in, in the case with Harry, but the biggest thing that happened in the case with Harry, in my opinion, in 1984 was, is nobody took it serious. You know, yeah. and it took years, you know, it took, you know, there's people that, you know, still to this day that live and grew up in, in, in and around, Monroe County and Albia. I mean, I had a gal contact me the other day and she said, I just learned of this five years ago, you know, and it's like, Harry's been missing for 36 years and you're just learning of this now. You know, I, I didn't even know this happened in our community. You know, I had like, a, the client, one of my clients, she grew up in Albia too. And she's like, did you hear about this? I literally heard about it like two months ago. Yeah. And it was like, but yeah. all my family had talked, I said they heard about it, but I was like, I, I don't remember hearing about any of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's amazing, you know, and, yeah. I, I mean, and that's, you know, that's why I'm so he- glad for like you guys and doing a, 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 a podcast like this or any, any of the social media outlets that are, that are helping me out, you know, because people don't know and, and yeah. people, you don't know what that one person might know that is sitting out there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when you ask me about what's information you've learned you know, since the start of this whole, you know, process and, and, and this page, you know, I had a very good friend I went to high school with, you know, I knew he run in the circles, you know, that would, you know, because it's not, I mean, I hate to say it, I don't want to categorize people, but, 
you know, the good people of Albia didn't take Harry away. Somebody very bad did, in my opinion. And a group of people may know about that, and they're all in that same group. So it's going to take people within that certain circle, you know, to to come forward and answer the questions, yeah. you know. But, you know, it was brought up to me, hey, have you ever talked to this guy? You know, he might know something. He kind of runs in those circles. You know, I call him up out of the blue, you know, because we, we've been friends. We've talked over the years at different times, but never – you know, brought up the deal with, with Harry missing. Yeah. I called him up and he said, Oh yeah, I saw him that night. I talked to him. He was with, the, you know, with, with this person and, and he was in a great mood talking about winning cards and, and blah, 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 yeah, blah. And it's like, wow. You know, I didn't, you know, how, well, why didn't you ever come forward? He goes, never thought about it. You know, he said, the cops never came to me, you know, or nobody ever came to me and I don't really do the social media thing and all that stuff. Um, but here's what I know, you know, and then, with that information, you know, that really leads me more towards, you know, people being suspicious and, and, and being involved in something because, you know, the information that he gives me out of the blue has no reason to lie to me ever completely contradicts what one of the people that was last with my brother said, you know, I'll be honest, Jeff Adler, you know, he's like, I saw Harry, he was with Jeff Adler at two 30 in the morning up on the square and in Harry's car Talking yeah. to, you know, talking, laughing and joking. And they were taking Jeff to, he was taking Jeff to his car over at the Western Club. Well, when you look back at the different interviews of Jeff Adler over the years, he says, I didn't even see Harry till after two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, you were with him, you know, throughout the night at different times. Why are you, why are you not being honest about that? So, you know, are you being That's honest about dropping him off at 430 in the morning, right. you know? <laughs> So there was the card game, like you hadn't even heard about the card game until the page happened. Well, I I mean, I'd heard, you know, I mean, I'd heard about him winning money, you know, and playing cards and stuff up there. Um, But, you you know, like I said, it was just those, those little rumor things. Okay. You kind of hear this and you get bits and pieces, you know, but once the page gets going and you start answering, then you got people sending you messages going, Hey, yeah, I know there was a card game. It took place, you know, approximately about this time of day. And and maybe here's a couple of people I think maybe were in it, you know, and different things like that. So it starts, you know, like if you look at the timeline that I put on there, which I need to go Mm -hmm. in and kind of upgrade a little bit, but you know, it started letting me be able to start piecing together the whole night, you know, to look at the only thing that the, the law enforcement had ever gathered was, three, you know, talking to three individuals that supposedly dropped him off, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and looking at their statements versus what everybody else has said throughout the night, you know, and it's like things, you know, that's where things just don't start adding up, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. wait a minute, you know, you're, you're saying, you know, if you look at like statements really close, you got Doug Maddie that says I was only with him 15 to 30 minutes, but he also states that he was there when that when Harry got dropped off. He was the last one to be dropped off and saw Harry driving north out of town. And it's like, how could that be? What time did you get in with him? I mean, you know, and and, and they're saying they, I the other one says, well, we dropped him off the library and I saw his car go this way. Yeah. Well, how you couldn't have been in both places at the same time? He couldn't, you know, this guy couldn't have seen him going over here driving away, and this one over here be in front of the bar and say, no, I saw him going toward home. It just, you know, the whole thing just don't add up. I yeah. mean, that's, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm new to this, too. I'm not from Albion. So. Uh, yeah. What, did they say they dropped him off in a car. What Did they ever find a car? Nope. They've never found him or his car. car. 
Yeah, him and his car completely disappeared. The last last anybody ever seen it was at the library, supposedly. Um, they say they dropped him off over there at the library, and Steve Rockwell says, I saw him, you know, driving driving away. And, uh, you know, the bad part is, like Jeff Adler, if you look at his statement, 10 years later, he says he got out of Harry's car at the library. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, so who was who was in whose car and what, you know, and I, I just think that the problem is, is, you know, one, they were never questioned years mm-hmm. ago when they should have been. And yeah. it was just kind of left alone as, a, you know, a 20 year old ran off and we don't know what happened. Um, the biggest problem is it was never the only story that they ever made up was we dropped him off at this time in the morning and mm-hmm. saw him drive away. They didn't. And then when they got even three days later, when they got did get a little bit questioned by law enforcement, they there's they they already start not adding up of who was going which way and where was where where did you see him who was you know what car did you get out of and those type of things you know and and then there's never ever been any follow up to it you know until uh, until now trying to get law enforcement pressured enough to actually go out and do something um, is it still an investigation or it's What's reopened, that? right? It, the investigation is, is it still active? Or? I, I, I pushed, I, I, I've been friends with the sheriff for a long time. Um, I don't know that we get along the greatest right now over everything, but uh, <laughs> uh, I put, I pushed once we started this page, um, that was kind of my focus was one to get community involvement, get enough people seeing what's going on to see that there's, you know, that this should have been handled completely different from the start and get enough pressure to reopen the case. Um, they, we had a meeting December 22nd um, with the sheriff and one of the DCI members and a couple of his deputies. And, and he said he had asked for assistance from the DCI and that they were reopening the case as a criminal investigation. Um, yeah. Since then, um, I don't know exactly what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, un- unfortunately, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, it's, I, I get part of it, you know, because of the fact that it is an ongoing criminal investigation. They don't have to tell me, they don't have to do anything, you know, as far as telling me anything, um, you know, and I get that they gotta, they gotta maintain some kind of, um, secrecy, I guess, of what they're I doing. Guess Cause you're in law enforcement. Maybe you get that more, but I'm just like, to me, it's like, well, tell me what's going on. But, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, that's, that's the hard part, you know, is because I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel that there's um, a complete open line of communication, you know, because uh, I know myself, I mean, I can, I can speak for myself. I know there's a lot of information that's come my way because yeah. most people are probably more likely to talk to me and tell me little bits and pieces. Um, but we've never really, sit down and discuss that with law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think they know some of it. We did, you know, we did discuss some things and they've, they've moved in directions with some things. Uh, But like I say, as far as uh, trying to re-interview people and and doing some of those things, uh, I I don't know, you know, I, I, and, and the sad part about it is it's back to that same thing, which a lot of people don't understand is, is you don't have to incriminate yourself. You know, if, if law enforcement comes to them and, and wants to talk to them, they can, they can say no, you know, and, and I guess that's kind of the been a part of my focus with the group and with everything else is, 
is, you know, if, if you're innocent and you have nothing to do with it and you have no knowledge of anything that happened to my brother, um, that's great. Step up and say so. Mm-hmm. But when you don't want to step up and say anything, um, I'm hoping that, you know, a group like, like, like we've created and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a podcast like this and the different ones that are, that are out there doing things right now, create enough pressure to where these people can't take it anymore. You know, cause I'd be honest, like I said, I'm not out for vengeance. I'm not out for, for any of that, but if, if it takes a community of people and thousands of people that you don't want to walk out your front door because you may be guilty of something and you don't want to look everybody in the eye, that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but, and that's what I've tried to create is just enough pressure that somebody out there says, I know what happened. You know, I, I know what happened that night. I know, you know, where he's at. I know, you know, and I don't know that all of them know every piece of that, you yeah. know, I, but I think there's people still alive, still out there that, you know, know more than what they've ever said. And I think that's what's great about the group is how open you are in there about like what you're thinking and that people can come to you. And it's like, I'm not going to go to the cop. Just tell me things like nothing you say is small because you have learned a lot. Like no two, no tip is too small is what you say, because you have learned a lot through all of this. Oh, it's very true. You know, I mean, and, and, and I've had, you know, I, I had a, a gal that I've known for years, you know, here a while back, you know, when I talked about Harry being in an apartment right near the bar there, you know, that he was, he was, he was seen outside and, and there may be a party or somebody lived there that, you know, that they were partying with or whatever. Um, when she told me that, I'm like, what? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, yeah. you know? And, and, and she goes on to explain it to me and I'm like, she, she's like, I thought you knew, you know, and it's like, no, I had no idea, you know, so that's, you know, like you say, every, it, it's, it's all those little bitty things keep putting more of the pieces together, yeah. you know, to um, hopefully come up with an answer at some point, you know. Well, and that's what I think is so sad, and I think I see it a lot just from growing up in a small town is how little pressure, like, local law enforcement put to solve this case back when, it was happening. I mean, I hate to say it. And I knew some of the guys from back then, um, they did nothing. You know, it's, 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 it's sad to think that, um, you know, I think, I hope, you know, I mean, um, that things are looked at way more different. I know they are, you know, when I was in law enforcement, one of the calls that I took the most serious was somebody calling in and saying their, their kid or their, you know, family members missing is, and because, because of what happened with my brother, because I think that's the whole thing is nobody took it serious. It was a 21, 20, 21 year old male that, you know, could have left on his own, could have done whatever, you know, I that mean, was- and, and of course that was the initial thought. I know when I got called by my parents, you know, I'm like, ah, he'll be home in a day or two. He's out partying somewhere, you know, and, and, and in a day or two, he'll be home and, and mm-hmm. this will all be over with. You won't have to worry about nothing. You know, he's just out on a, on a party and binge or whatever, like we used to do, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, five, six days later, when they're getting a hold of you and saying, nah, he ain't come home and we ain't heard nothing. Yeah. Uh, you because know, you know best at that's that when point. It starts getting, you know, yeah. That, and, and, and I think even at that point, it took years, in my opinion, it took years for law enforcement to ever really even take it serious, to look at it serious that, you know, that, that something could have happened here, that it wasn't a, 
a voluntary up and leave type of situation. You know, I mean, I, I don't know, you know. Kind of the same thing happened in Des Moines with Johnny Gosh, you know, like where they were just like, he ran away and then right. he never came back. And then it's the cops are like not really following up in any way with like taking it seriously. And then you miss out on all of these days for the most you know. And, and that's kind of what happened. You know, a lot of people have asked me like, okay, with like Harry's deal. Well, okay. How come everybody at the bar wasn't interviewed and, and figured out who was in these card games and all this stuff? Well, with the story that the, the police had then was just, Hey, we dropped him off on his car and he left. There was no knowledge of, of, of a card game or any of this other stuff. So they really, you know, I mean, they can't flags. necessarily blame them because they, they didn't have a place to, you know, to yeah. look, all they had was these three guys that say, man, we rode around drinking a six pack of beer at the end of the night and dropped him off. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't think they went into questioning them far enough to, yeah. to get back to what, you know, if, if you look at the case file and stuff, there's no, absolutely really no questioning whatsoever of what any one of these three individuals yeah. did the entire night, you know, other than we dropped Terry off at four 30 in the morning. We, you know, we met after the bar closed at two 30, whatever in the morning, Drank a six pack of beer riding around, dropped him off, never saw him again. You know, nobody ever even went as far as to say, okay, when did you get together? Where did you guys go? What did you do? What was you doing before that? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, those type of things. So, you know, it, that's, I think, what caused it to be so stagnant for so much time is the fact that, you know, they just never took it serious. You know, I'd be home in a couple of days. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that there's this page where people can talk and take it seriously. I mean, even if it's not coming, that you're getting the stories and maybe something, it feels like momentum is growing. Like, oh, yeah. I can you think feel it, you that? Know, all the oh, yeah, it definitely. I mean, I've had people tell me now, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to figure out what happened. We, whether you do or not, we're figuring out what happened. You know, and yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's back to that same thing. It's, you know, it's like I tell my wife all the time. You know, the, the good thing about it now is, yeah, you got to kind of, in my case, you got to, I mean, I, I listen to everybody. I'll talk with everybody. I'll answer whatever questions I can answer. But it's like having, you know, just like on the page, what is it, up to 2,000 people now? Mm -hmm. It's like having 2,000 investigators out there yeah. looking for answers, you know, and, and then they all come back to me. So it's like, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I just put a post on there this morning about going on vacation last week, and I was like, huh. Thank God. I just, you know, I, I it, it was nice to kind of get away and just let your brain yeah. clear so that you can focus because, you know, but what I was know nice it drives my wife crazy. You're on the page still active, like, and people yeah. are still kind of going, like, even when oh, you're Oh, yeah, they, so. they keep right on going. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I can't say, I mean, you know, every day I get messages from people with either, you know, either little pieces of information or just their thoughts and opinions, you know, and, and a lot of times it's, Hey, have you checked with this person or have you looked at this or have you looked at that? You know, and, and every bit of it is, you know, um, something to look into, you know, so I, you know, there, I don't think there's any of it, you know, that uh, I, I don't look into, you know, I mean, um, some of it, you know, is old news, you know, I mean, um, but it's still, you know, new, new people, new faces, new, yeah. new, new ideas looking at the page all the time. So, um, you know, the, the more that people look at it, the more yeah. ideas they might come up with, the, 
you know, it might be a case, you know, just like, you know, I'm about TJ just finding out about it, but it might be <laughs> him talking to one other person that he knows from Albia at some point, and they go, well, wait a minute, I know something, and I don't know about this page, and I've never talked to somebody, yeah. you know. And, and, it can happen with my clients. <laughs> it'll, it'll yeah. I've been told, ever since I told or found out about it, I've told every single client about this. I'm like, this is crazy. I didn't know yeah. anything about it. So what do you what do you do then? What do you say when you say clients? I, I'm, a, I'm a hairstylist. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I see tons of people daily. Oh, yeah. Let's see. You know, and just the connection of, of, you know, of Albia and the people in and around Albia. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. that's, you know, that was the whole main goal was, was just keep pushing the word out, pushing the word out, mm-hmm. because you just don't know who that one person is that, that might have that key little piece of information that goes, wait a minute, you know, because, you know, I, I don't know you're from Albia. I mean, I, I put it on the page, Darwin Thomas. Everybody knows Darwin and Albia. For years and years and years, you know, I didn't know he'd talk to my brother that night, you know. And then all of a sudden, one of the guys is like, hey, wait a minute. Darwin said he'd seen him that night. You ever talked to him? I get a hold of him. He just feels terrible, you know. He's like, but I said, well, how come you never come and said anything about seeing him that night? Darwin, he goes, the cops never come ask me. You know, and it's like, ah, you know, yep. you know, and that's the thing trying to get out to people is don't wait for me or don't wait for law enforcement to come talk to you. If you yep. know something, even if you, you know, you may think it's completely irrelevant or whatever, let me know, let somebody know so that, so that we can look into it or add it to that piece of the puzzle to, you know, to, to find the answers, you know, yep. that's a, a lot of times, a, a lot of times it seems like, people have this notion of law enforcement that they get on TV, that they're omnipresent and they know oh, yeah. everything. Oh, exactly. There's no doubt about it. I mean, that, that uh, they're sort of Columbo and they're going to figure it out by the end of 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, that's, that's the, I guess the downside of all of this sometimes is the fact of looking at it as, as yeah, people think, well, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? You know, they, you know, make these people come in and take a polygraph. I'm like, eh, it ain't quite like it looks on TV all the time. You know, I mean, it's not that, you know, it's, if it was that simple, we, we, we yeah. <laughs> hopefully had it over a long time ago, you know? So um, yeah. And that's the other thing is like I say, people just assume that, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person to come forward. You know, I'm waiting for them to come to me and then it don't look like I, went in and snitched somebody out or ratted somebody out. It's like, you know, come on, this, you know, <laughs> this is 2021 that, that, <laughs> you know, it, it's time to just be real about things. And, mm-hmm. and if you know something, say something, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to do and stay anonymous. I mean, um, you know, I, I've learned so many secrets of, of the city of Albia and the people of Albia over the last five months. It's unreal, <laughs> you know, I mean, because people will tell you everything. I mean, you know, yeah. now that now the technology's there, they're, they're quick to just, you know, I'll put it right in a message and tell you everything I know about somebody. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you know, I guess maybe I didn't need yeah. to know that, but you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely made it interesting. I can guarantee you that, you know, you find out, you find out a lot of things that, uh, you know, you, you, you never imagined, you know, I mean. It's, well, that's also a testament to you that people are comfortable telling you all these things too, though. And they know it's not, I mean, it's not like you're on the page, like, Oh, I know this and that. I mean, you have been keeping your word and right. things it, anonymous. It, and, you know, I, you know I, that's probably the hardest 
part of the whole thing, to be honest, you know, uh, you know, I come from a background of, you know, being raised by my grandparents, uh, raised, I, I was in the Marine Corps, I was 21 years as a cop. Um, that's a whole different mind frame than what I'm trying to do now, you know, back, you know, I would say, and, and, you know, 15, 20 years ago, yeah, I'd have been probably, you know, throwing things out there, making accusations and just going crazy, you know, uh, trying to, you know, push, thinking I can just bullhead and push my way through everything. And, yeah. and with this, I figured out that, you know, it, it's all about just sitting back and, and, and letting people talk and, and, and showing people that, you know, um, I guess my big thing is, is what if it was your family? You know, and I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, I'd be doing things different. I'd be doing this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, but I, you know, I'm not going to get anything accomplished that way. You know, that's I mean, what all I that's going to do is cause more people heartache by, you know, um, throwing out people's dirty laundry and, and trying to push your way around or threatening people. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to, to just sit back and, and show people that it's, it's, it's simple, put yourself in my shoes, you know, and, 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 you know, how would you deal with it? You know, I mean, that's kind of the way I try to deal with it now with the page and everything is I'll answer any question that's put on there as long, you know, as long as I can and yep. uh, see where it goes. You know, I mean, if somebody wants to bring something up, I'll, I'll talk about it, you know, and tell you what I know, but I'm not out to, you know, try to yeah. destroy anybody over it either because, it still boils down to is nobody know nobody knows exactly what the truth is yet, you know, and that's that's you know that's where I don't want to get, you know, I don't I'm not you know, not out to destroy nobody or anything over just, you know, just looking for an answer, and I don't want to cause anybody else any grief mm -hmm. that that don't deserve it, you know. I mean, a coworker of mine, uh, his brother-in-law went missing about ten months ago, I think. And the story is that he jumped off a bridge into the Mississippi. They found his car parked on the bridge, but they still have not found the body. And all these people just want closure. <laughs> they just like just a little bit of closure, like find, find out what happened because they're just in limbo. So I can't imagine for like how many years? 30. Oh, it's been 30, been 36 years now. So, you know, they, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, going that's the hardest. Nine months now. I can't imagine 37 years. They just, they just want answers. They want it to be yeah. over. Oh, there's no doubt. That's the, that's the hardest thing. You know, I, like I said, I, I've come to, I come to deal with it a long time ago. You know, I mean, as far as, um, you know, and it took a long time, you know, there was always still that, you know, everywhere you went, you're looking around, looking for each car, looking for him you know, those type of things thinking, Oh, maybe he's going to show up and show home. You know, I watched my mom and dad go through it for years and it just, it'd break your heart. I mean, my dad, you know, at one point he wouldn't move. I mean, he, when my, after my mom died, he still lived out here in the, in the country and, and he spent most of his time in town in a Tumwood town near here. And he was, you know, always talking about wanting to move, but he would never move because he was always so scared that he said, you know, if, if, if Harry comes home and I'm not here, yeah. he'll leave again. You know, and it was like, you know, at first I didn't quite catch it. And then after a couple of times he was saying that, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, how could you live? You know, how hard is it to live your life thinking that, you know, you're every day you're thinking of that hope that this is going to come to a different conclusion than what it really is. You know what I'm saying? And, and to have that closure. And that's my whole thing. 
you know, in my mind, I, in my heart, I know, you know, something bad happened. I know Harry's not here and he knows the answers. He's, he's in heaven somewhere, but you know, it's still the fact that you just want to know where they're at, bring them home and say, okay, now we're done. You know, you, that, and I, you know, 37 years versus 10 months, it's all the same, you know, and I hate to say it, it just, it don't ever get any better. You know, you just learn how to deal with it better. You know, you learn how to cope with it and say, you know, someday we'll find an answer, you know, I mean, and hopefully, like you say, with your friends there, hopefully they figure something out. I mean, I hope so. apparently the wife can't get, you know, life insurance, any of that stuff until they find a body and have confirmation. So Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we did that. It took, it took my dad. I think we had, we waited. I don't want to say it was 92. So whatever that was, what was it, eight years, nine years, yeah. whatever, uh, you know, before he could actually declare Harry as being deceased and, and settle up, which there wasn't nothing, but just to settle up his estate and do all the stuff that you needed to do. Um, you know, we did that. And that, that was that was one of the worst things I ever watched was my dad having to sign off on those papers and, and do all that because to, you know, I think at that point is when it really hit him that, you know, this is real, you know, this, this is, this is kind of the, the conclusion of things, you know, that the reality of, you know, he's not coming home, you know, so um, that was tough, you know, and I think that's tough for, for any family, you know, and I mean, the biggest thing I, you know, that I can say nowadays and, 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 learning just through my experience of, of even in the last five months is if you have a missing family member and you're not using social media to get the word out, to do the things, you know, you're, you're missing the boat. I mean, you're, you're, you're you know, I mean, because like I said, it, it is, it is unreal the amount of information, you know, that's come my way. Um, just by doing that, you know, and, and, and it's fortunate nowadays you have all the technology, you know, I mean, we should talk about the page here. Got then, cell phones if anyone wants to join on the page, it's um, finding Harry Dennis Milligan is the page. Is that yeah. the Facebook page? Yeah. Everyone join that. Still missing. Yep. And everyone's sharing information and you're on there and if anyone has anything to say. If they got any questions, anything, just, you know, send me a message, whatever, ask me on the page. If it's part of one of the strings on there, you know, tag me in it, ask me a question. I'll try to answer it. And, you know, if anybody knows, you know, anything, they can send me a private message, do, you know, anything. There's anonymous tip line we've got on there. Call the sheriff's department. If you don't want to talk to me, you know, I mean. Um, and we'll share all, all this on just, our page too. Um, just all Good, the way great. to get a hold of you. Um, thank you so much for coming on, yeah. Mark. And uh, thank you. Um, yep, thank you. Yep, thank you. Yep, yeah. thank you guys. And like I say, if you want to do it again, if we get some updates or anything, get a hold of me. We'll oh, do it again. We'll that would be amazing. But we're just gonna keep pushing it out there, and we'll keep in touch. And yeah, TJ is gonna keep talking to people. I know some other people <laughs> yep. in Albia, and yeah, that's great. That's, that's the whole, you know, that's the whole idea is just getting the word out because somebody knows something, you know, and that's, that's the whole key is, is getting to that one person or applying enough pressure to the people that already know that it's going on for them to finally say, okay, enough's enough. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I got to tell you what I know or, or, you know, those type of things. So. And I just want to say from following this page, feel, 
like feel comfortable talking to Mark because he seems real cool and is not yeah. out there yeah. ratting anyone out. <laughs> no, I'm not out trying to share everybody's secrets. I'm just you know, looking for answers. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with us. I mean, I know you don't know me, but you agreed to do this. I hope we can get everyone out there searching and talking some more. All righty. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.